Today on the Dreams That Achieve podcast, we are setting vision for the 2019-2020 school year. Gone are the days when we mindlessly shoot from the hip and hope a few of our efforts bear fruit. This year, we are looking ahead with laser-sharp precision with the end game in mind so that you can visualize the right path towards measurable success for you and your daughter. All right, let's get started. Hey, sweet friend, I'm Amanda Doherty, family life coach and founder of Dream, Set, Achieve, where I partner alongside amazing moms just like you who are in the throes of raising a teenage daughter. I hope that this podcast and all the resources on the Dream, Set, Achieve website will encourage, challenge, and motivate you to navigate the toughest issues surrounding raising an adolescent head on. You've got this, mom, and I'm here to help. This is the Dream, Set, Achieve podcast. I'm so excited that this is finally happening. This podcast has been a work in the making for over six months, and it has been a dream of mine for nearly a decade. So I'm just thrilled that you're here. I'm so grateful that you're joining me today. And I want to take a moment to, first of all, just say thank you, because I know that my entire life so far up until this moment has been dedicated in a professional and ministry level to serving moms of teenage daughters in various capacities. So my first experience in working with teenage uh, daughters and their mothers was as a youth leader at Christ Community Church in Wilmington, North Carolina. That is where I got my feet wet. I loved it. I worked first with middle schoolers and then jumped ship over to high school where I just really got the opportunity to love on in a very vulnerable and very exposed way. I learned so much from that experience under leadership under David Heinrichs and other members of that team. I then went on to receive a master's degree in education. I continued my work in youth ministry, but also expanded into the realm of middle grades teaching. I taught middle grades, um, seventh grade specifically, that is my niche there, history or social studies and language arts. That's what I did for five years at Myrtle Grove Christian School. There was no job I will ever love more than that opportunity because the families at that school were just phenomenal, and I absolutely adore them. And much of the vision behind Dream Set Achieve came from those beautiful young women that I had the opportunity of partnering alongside of during those five years at that school. And I hope that this will provide a much larger sphere of influence where I can help other moms and partner with new teenage girls who we can continue to build up into amazing daughters and women of God. I know that's your goal as a mom. My goal as a family life coach, well, pause for a minute. What the heck is a family life coach? That's a great question. Let's just go ahead and clear the air here. You were placed in your daughter's life for a reason. You were empowered by the Holy Spirit on a day-to-day basis to be on the front lines of raising that girl into the woman that God destined for her to be from the very beginning of time. And so your role is on the front lines. But do you know what every single mom deserves and needs? a whole village of other moms supporting and encouraging and and motivating her forward in some of the most difficult topics that start to just bubble up as soon as students start to hit that sixth and seventh grade age group all the way into that exciting time that we call college. So as a family life coach, my primary role is to consistently remind you that you have all you need through the power of the Holy Spirit, through scripture, and through the ordaining of God on your life by placing her in your life, that you have all the tools that you need. 
So primarily, I'm your biggest cheerleader, and I hope you hear the the heart behind my voice here. That's why I want so badly this podcast to get started was because there is nothing I could ever write. There is nothing I could ever provide that would ever capture the true heart I have for supporting moms to build up women of God. And so that is my primary goal. My secondary goal is to provide an amazing source of, uh, of resources and tools that are going to help empower you to take on the responsibilities that you've been given with confidence and also with intentionality. So there's a John Wayne way of going about parenting, and that's just shooting from the hip as things start to come upon you. Or there's a way in which we can look kind of like a sniper. We're aiming, we're, we're reading the, the air, we're reading the wind, and we're, we're measuring trajectory, and we have intention. We go in with a goal and a specific target in mind, and we take aim and we shoot with precision. And that is my second goal is to help allow you to take intentional measures and measurable steps towards achieving your daughter's goals, achieving the goals you have for your family. So that is why I'm here. That's what a family life coach is. And if you have any further questions about that, please don't ever hesitate to reach out via Facebook or Instagram or email on our website. However you want to get a hold of me, please do. Because again, I'm here to help empower you. So if you need something that I can provide, then please do not hesitate to ask. Second of all, I would encourage you to check out our website because there are so many resources there, courses that are going to help empower you to teach things like planning, things like how to soften the heart of your teenage daughter, things like how to, and there are a few more down the the pipeline that I'm not going to get to right now, but I just want to encourage you, there are tons of resources already available to you that can make your life easier this day. So go ahead and check it out. Get a feel for what family coaching is and how it can best serve you. But ultimately, this podcast is another way of me serving you. It's by allowing you to just click this on your on your phone, or on your tablet, or in your car, and just listen to some encouragement to remind you who it is that God has placed in your life and to help empower you and to, uh, to encourage you to move forward with intentionality and purpose because you've got this, Mom, in my entire role as a family life coach is to remind you of that every single day. So hopefully this podcast will help remind you that today. And so what I want to do really quick is to introduce this first series that we're going to talk about, and that is all about life planning. So life planning, what is that? Well, in August 1st, I'm going to be launching a planning course specifically for teenage girls to learn valuable things such as time management how to create boundaries and priorities and how to effectively manage not only their time, but their resources and how to invest their energy wisely so they can achieve the goals that they really have for themselves in the 2019-2020 school year. But before we start to get to that, what I really want to do is to take a moment and take the month of July going into August and really stop and talk to you, mom, because you have a vision for this year too. And so in these next four episodes of this series, what we're going to do is focus intentionally on four topics. Number one, which is what we're going to talk about today, it's called starting with the end goal in mind. So how do we create goals focusing on the very last day of school and creating benchmarks to measure our success and to measure our goals so that you can establish a vision of what you want the school year to look like for your daughter, what you want it to look like for you, what you want it to look like for the rest of your family, because your daughter does not exist in a vacuum. Her schedule no longer is entirely separate from the rest of the family. It's entirely merged and it gets complicated. So before you, we begin to sign on to all these PTO meetings and all of these 
sports meetings and all of these service projects, we want to pause for a minute and think, what do I want this school year to look like? Because before your daughter can make those goals, she needs to know what your vision is and you need to know what your vision is so that you can set out on a trajectory towards success and peace in your family so you can build an enormous amount of progress in this coming school year, not just for your, your daughter, but for you and your family as well. So that's what we're talking about today. Next week, we're talking about ways to look back in order to look forward. So how do we go forward with boldness? We look back and remember what God has done in spite of our shortcomings to remind us of how we've gotten here today. So that's next week. After that, we're going to talk about very practical tools, expectations, routines, and boundaries. What are the differences? How do we use them? And how do we set those in a practical day-to-day routine to help build uh, progress towards our daughter's goals and to our family's goals? And finally, the final segment of this particular series is called How Planning Can Build Grit in Your Daughter. So that one is particularly exciting. I don't want to give anything away about that right now, but I'll come back to it soon. Today, we're going to just jump straight into the idea of starting with the end goal in mind from the very first day of the school year. So first of all, you remember from earlier in this episode, I mentioned that I was a teacher for five years. I have a master's degree, and one of the most effective things I learned, there were two tools that I took away from that degree that have revolutionized the way I managed my classroom. And you know what? I don't think I need to keep those secret. Those are amazing practical tools for you as well. And I, I want to go ahead and shed light on some of these to make your days and your planning and your and, and all of the things that you have in store for this next year. I just want to set you on a trajectory towards peace and success today by showing you these two very simple tools. So let's just go ahead and jump in. Number one, there's a concept called backwards design for learning. Backwards design for learning. That is ritzy fritzy jargon language in the education world for thinking what is the end goal, what is the objective that my students need to learn at the end of this day or at the end of this quarter or at the end of this school year. And that's where you start. So before you think about what you're going to do on the first day of school or the second day of school, you start on the last day and you work your way backward. You think, okay, to achieve this goal by this time, I have to have these three objectives set or these three mini goals set or these three tasks in line and ready to go. So you're starting from the end and you're working your way forward. So when you're thinking about this school year for you and your daughter and your family, I don't want you to start thinking, okay, well, what is she going to wear the first day of school? What am I going to pack her for lunch? How is she going to get there? Am I going to take her to school? Is she going to ride the bus? Is she going to take the car? Is my husband going to take her? Is she going to go with grandma? Is she going to walk? Is she going to ride her bike? That should not be anywhere on your radar yet. And let me tell you why. Because if you start moving in a trajectory right now without considering which direction you want to end up, you're not going to have a clue where you're going to end up. So you want to start with a laser sharp focus on the last day of school. What do you want that day to look like? And work your way backwards until you reach the first day of school. So when we're thinking about the last day of the school year, there are several types of goals that you're probably wanting to think through to get your daughter to where she needs to be. Number one, what academic goals do you have? for your daughter at the very last day of school? Do you want her to stand up and have perfect attendance award? Do you want her name to be on the A or AB honor roll list? Do you want her to feel like she can actually succeed in math for the very first time in five years? Do you want her smiling when she actually survives math class? That may have been my only goal in in, uh, geometry back in 10th grade. So what academic goals do you have for her? Next, I want you to think about her character. 
What characteristics do you think you want to see in your daughter the last day of school? Do you want her to be bolder? Do you want her to advocate for herself? Do you want her to be less anxious? Do you want her to have more friends and be more social and have a, an actual social life outside of social media? So what character goals do you want her to achieve? Next, what social goals? And I just kind of hinted at that a moment ago, but one of the biggest questions I get from parents is how do I help my daughter make new friends? And that just breaks my heart because every girl needs a best friend that she can call at a moment's notice to come watch her favorite movie, eat a box of chocolate, eat some ice cream, paint each other's nails a thousand different neon colors, and just giggle through Seventeen magazine. Every girl deserves that. But how do you do that? Believe it or not, making friends takes intentionality. And there are certain people, specifically if they're introverted and they are very introspective and, and particularly anxious, they're going to have a harder time reaching out of themselves to make those new friends and to become more social with their peers. So if there are goals that you have at the end of the year, I want her to have two friends that she can call and have regular sleepovers with. I want her to be invited to two graduation parties at the end of this year because she has invested time and energy into these relationships. Next, what about spiritual goals? Is she having a particular identity crisis? Okay, so that's a joke because every teenage girl has almost a weekly or a monthly um, identity crisis, and that is perfectly normal. I want you to hear me on that. But there are certain moments where you start to look at her and you wonder, does she have a clue how valuable she is? Does she know that she is a daughter of the creator of the universe and that he has his hand on her and will sustain her through everything? Is she living with that boldness? And if not, if there's a, a question about who she belongs to or who she is in the context of her creator, maybe that's something you want to focus on this year. What is a youth group that she can get involved in? What is a Bible study you two could do together? What's a Bible um, or a, a book study in general that she could just sit down and read from time to time? What spiritual goals do you have for her? And finally, personal goals. And this one's so fun because it's collaborating with your daughter to figure out what's important to her. What is something that she just dreams of achieving this year? And if it's something as simple as I want to get make the cheerleading squad. And she's never done that before. She's never had an inclination to be brave enough to try out before. That's an amazing personal goal. Whatever that goal is, figure out what makes her heart just come alive and partner alongside her to achieve those goals as well. So thinking about the last day of school, what academic, what character, what social, what spiritual, and what personal goals do you hope to see progress towards on that last day? Okay, so now that we have that set, that you have that picture, and you may not have that picture yet, but if you take time to just sit down and pray and think and just watch her and think what could really benefit her in the long run, five years from now, what, what tools could she learn this year that would benefit her five or 10 or 15 or 20 years down the road? Those are the things you want to focus on. Those are what matter. So that's what we want to do. We want to start with the angle in mind. Next, we want to make sure that those goals are measurable and achievable. So those vague words that we like to use, I want to get better at, I want to get more in shape, right? Those are all subjective. It's very difficult to actually measure those at the end of the year. So instead, how can we create measurable goals? Okay, so I want her to have two friends that she has over by December 3rd. I want her to have two sleepovers with two new friends by December 3rd. 
that's a measurable goal because on December 3rd, you can look at that list and say, okay, Susie came over and Jenna came over. Okay, great. We're making progress. What's the next goal we can add to that? Or if not, we can think, okay, well, she only had one. She's really anxious about meeting this new girl, Jenna. Why don't we create some opportunities for our families to hang out more consistently? So measurable and achievable goals that we can start, she can start to see progress towards her own goals and continue to motivate herself. So that eventually, while you're putting most of the scaffolding on now, when we pull off those supports throughout the year, she's able to uphold those goals on her own. That is the ultimate goal. And then finally, you want to break that end goal down. You want to think, okay, that's the last day of school. Where do we have to be and what goals do we have to achieve to get there to that last day and have those goals ready to go? So achievable goals help make progress throughout the year is going to build perseverance in a way that nothing else can. So by making them achievable, measurable, and thinking with the end game in mind, that's the trajectory you want your daughter to go on. So that's the first trick to teaching a room full of high school girls. I promise you it is a game changer when you're able to visualize them on the last day or on the last um, day of the semester. It makes it a lot easier to figure out what your first step should be. So think of the end goal in mind. What is your first step for your daughter? The next tool or strategy or terminology, and again, this is just jargon, so just bear with me. This is called the universal design for learning. So if you have a background in architecture, this might ring a bell for you because this is actually a concept taken by architecture. So universal design for learning. The idea here is that you can make something, use one tool or use one strategy for a specific group of people, but it would benefit population as, as a whole. So if you're thinking of architecture, think about a wheelchair ramp walking into Target, right? You have a wheelchair ramp that goes up into the doors. Yes, that's going to benefit anyone that requires a wheelchair or a walker, but you know who else is going to appreciate that wheelchair ramp? Any mom with a stroller, any person that's toting a cart out to their car, anyone with a one or two year old who's learning how to walk is just stumbling over their own feet. There are so many ways that we can utilize a wheelchair ramp, and while the intended purpose is for a wheelchair, it benefits everyone. Nobody can ever say that they have not benefited at least once from a wheelchair ramp. So the same concept kind of goes into education. So how do teachers educate 30 people in the same room with all different learning strategies, all different learning disabilities, and with unique giftings and, and weaknesses? How do you focus in on all of that? Well. Universal design for learning, you find strategies, you find tools, you find visual aids that are going to benefit the specific focus group you have to serve, but it's also going to benefit the entire group as a whole. So really what this means is just work smarter, not harder. Don't come up with 10 lesson plans, come up with one that's going to benefit, that's going to meet the needs of those who need it and benefit the group as a whole. So think about this, benefiting and raising your daughter, if you have other kids, you can't focus all your time on this. You cannot focus all of your time on your daughter, even if she's the only person that you're raising at the moment, because you have your own dreams. You have your own goals. You have your work. You have your service hours. You have your church. You have your, you have a million different hats you're wearing already. So how do you create opportunities for your daughter to grow that are in context with using tools that are going to benefit the rest of your family at the same time or benefit the rest of those different roles you're playing so that it becomes more manageable. Okay, so integrate ideas to benefit the whole family. 
For example, if you notice that your daughter has an attention issue and you're not ready to take the next steps to maybe call your pediatrician, you'd rather try it by diet first. That's a fine decision. Go ahead and try out all your outlets. But you know what's really cool about having one person focus on their eating habits? You can focus the entire family on your eating habits. Congratulations, you now have a family unit that is the accountability buddies of the century. So you better bet if she is eating healthier and she's looking at you and you're eating ice cream, she's not going to succeed there. But all of you can get healthier together and have that shared accountability. So that's one example. Maybe she needs boundaries with using her devices, her phones, her tablets, her computer, all of that. If she needs to set boundaries there, then maybe the whole family could create like a device-free zone or a shared charging station or certain times throughout the day where there is absolutely no connectivity whatsoever. So there are ways to help improve your daughter without having to just place her in a vacuum and, and focus in all of your attention on her and then think, okay, well, how do I keep the rest of us alive? All of this can work together for the greater good of your entire family while benefiting and focusing specifically on goals that your teenage daughter might need. So make it easy by improving the culture of growth in your home so single action steps benefit the entirety of your family. Again, work smarter. Don't add more to your plate. You don't need anything else on your plate. You're a super mom already. Don't make your life any harder than it needs to be. And I've got some awesome tools that are coming in the next two weeks, specifically the expectations and boundaries and routines uh, section that I think you're going to really enjoy some further details from. So to be continued on that particular section. All right, so those are the two tools I want you to think of. What is the last, what is the end game that you want to achieve and how do we build up specific strategies to get there? And universal design for learning, how can you focus on the needs of your daughter while benefiting the whole of your family, including you? So at the end of every podcast, I never just want to leave you high and dry with all these great concepts and saying, you should try this, you should try this. That's not my role. I'm not a self-help book. Your role is to be the mother of your family, and I believe that you have everything you need to do it. But what I am going to do is provide you with a couple of action steps that will make these concepts real and will allow you to step confidently into these strategies if you think that would be a benefit for your family. So the action step I have for you today is, first of all, in the show notes right below this episode, I have a free downloadable concept map. Now, what is a concept map? Well, surprise, universal design for learning. This is for students who have a very difficult time making connections and seeing the big picture. But you know what's really helpful to everyone? Seeing the big picture. So what I've created is this free instant download that you can just print out. I would recommend printing out two of them. And it's going to allow you to break down your school year, the next school year, into four compartments. So you have quarter one, quarter two, quarter three, and quarter four. You're going to start with quarter four. What are the academic, character, social, spiritual, and personal goals that you have envisioning for your daughter for this next year? So on the last day of the 2019-2020 school year, what do you want to see progress in for your daughter? And then I want you to work backwards to the third quarter, then to the second quarter, and to the first quarter until you know exactly what your first action step needs to be. Because I'm not going to sit here and tell you what an action step is because every single girl on the planet has a different action step that is necessary for her and for you and for your family. But again, this tool will hopefully help you navigate to that first step. I have all the faith in the world that if you use this tool, you will know exactly what to do on that first day, on that second day, on the, on the 30th day, on that 100th day, and then finally on the last day of school. 
that's the goal, right? We're thinking sustainable. We're working smarter, not harder. And this is going to be the tool for you. So first of all, you need to print out that concept map and then trust me, you have all the instructions you need on my website. So if you have any questions, again, reach out, don't hesitate. And for those of you who go to schools with trimesters instead of the four quarters, guess what? There's a free downloadable for you too. So you don't feel like you don't have the option of finding progress and creating measurable goal and benchmark deadlines throughout the year to help her achieve whatever it is that's going to make her heart sing at the end of the year. And that's going to build skills for years to come that are going to benefit her for years to come. So that said, friends, this is the first episode. Thank you so much for listening. I hope, I hope, I hope that you will come back for this particular series, which is called Planning and Life Skills 101, because it's going to be so helpful in setting up your school year to be on a trajectory towards peace, towards empowerment, and towards success. So until then, I'm Amanda Doherty. This is Dream Set Achieve, and I cannot wait to talk to you next week.